the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the five o'clock hour, Bob Bernie Live. Again, I thank you for joining me and. Uh, I do not take it lightly that I have the privilege of sitting on this side of the microphone knowing that you are on the other side of the microphone. Uh, before we do anything else, well, let me give you my, let me give you my phone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Let me give you the final update on our World Concern Campaign. Rescuing Families in Somalia from Certain Death. And uh, if you were listening, you know that's not an exaggeration. It's not hyperbole. Uh, The worst drought in at least 40 years, possibly in history. 43,000 people died last year simply because of the famine. Half of them children. And for $100, we could rescue an entire family. Well, uh, we've ended that campaign. I just got the final results just a few minutes ago. And folks, because of your incredible generosity, 80 families, 80, 80 families will be rescued from certain death in the name of Jesus. Somalia is a Muslim country, but people who are dying are certainly going to be listening to the gospel when someone gives them food and shelter in the name of Jesus. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Right at $8,000. 80 families. That's huge. I mean, that is huge. So thank you for your incredible, incredible generosity. Thank you. Thank you. So many of you gave, and uh, I am just so grateful. Just so very, very grateful. All right, I've got all kinds of things to talk to you about today, but it's Friday, and it's open phones, and uh, we're going to start the hour with Dave up in Mount Vernon. Dave, welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Well, Bob, nice to hear your voice, as always. And uh, what's funny, I was listening at 4.30 when I heard my name, my my wife's name mentioned. And at that very moment, the power went out. I don't know if that means anything. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Your (laughs) power is it? Yeah, I think there was a, a, a big telephone pole or something that crashed into a power pole not far from here and uh, knocked all the uh, power out. I'm certainly glad I don't have an electric car I'm trying to charge. 
<laughs> so uh, your power is still out, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm sitting outside in the shade right now right. because it's uh, not too warm or not too cool inside. So. Yeah. Well, as soon as I mentioned your name, I don't know. We're going to have to check on that. Well, hey, happy happy um, 51st anniversary, Dave. That's hard for me to believe that that woman has been blessed with me for 51 years. Yeah, well, and, she, uh, she and my wife are going to get special rewards in heaven, I'm telling you. There will be a whole special think, category for our wives. I think so. Um, your question that you don't have an answer to, I don't either, about the Republican candidates and why they are running, um, it really can't be to uh, do something good for their image as far as their political career. Uh, I think it does the opposite. Um, I don't know. I really don't because, as you said, it's going to be Trump uh, or DeSantis, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that comes out. But well, I, don't, I don't know either. See, when, when Nikki Haley announced, I thought, I know why she's doing it. She knows she doesn't have a chance. But she hopes that she'll get the vice president nod from Trump. That's what uh-huh. I thought. But then she went on the attack against Trump. So <laughs> I, I guess I guess I wasn't right on that. I don't know. Yeah. One of my listeners said it's to get rich. You know, you get ri- you you spend a year out on the road. Uh, there are all kinds of loopholes where you can keep a lot of that that campaign money. And in a year, you end up, yeah, you've been busy, you've been out on the road, but you're rich. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. Uh, Mr. Christie, I had a chance to talk to him once when he came to Mount Vernon. And uh, back then, I wasn't really impressed with him. And I think he's a, uh, a rhino. I don't think he's a true conservative Republican at all. No, no, I don't think so either. And uh, so anyway, it's a, a long campaign for whoever or for all of them. Yeah. And uh, and one other thing, last night on the uh, uh, town hall meeting on Fox News, yeah, they had uh, thousands and uh, over a thousand people there, I think. And so what does Sean Hannity do for an hour? He only allows three of those people to ask a question. Oh, really? Yeah, he just blabs himself all the time, and so, he asks the questions of Trump, and but uh, only three people. Really? Uh, yeah. wh- where was it held? I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't watch. And for our um, listeners who are not familiar, uh, Donald Trump was on with Sean Hannity with a town hall meeting on Fox uh, last night. Where Where was it held? You know, I'm not really sure. Uh, okay. I didn't pay attention to what he said about that, and but there were a lot of people there, and only three people were allowed to stand up and ask a question. Well, that's not exactly and, a town hall meeting, is it? No, not exactly. And uh, Mr. Trump uh, uh, did quite well. He was asked by Hannity, why do you continue to call people names? And he said, I've been asked that before. But he said, if you remember my 2016 and 2020 uh, campaign, I was called all kinds of things. And uh, so it's just my way of saying, well, uh, if it's good for some, it's good for the other. But but I I would say to Mr. Trump, just don't worry about that. Just tell the people what you will do 
and let it go at that. Because the, the name calling on the other side is never going to end. No. No, no, and and I wish he would stop too. Especially good people, you know. Yeah. Especially good people. It's like I said earlier today. Republicans often get involved in a circular firing squad, and I don't think it helps the party. I don't think it helps them individually, and it certainly does not help the country. Um, no, it doesn't. And- but that is that's part of his character. That's a part of Donald Trump being Donald Trump, and it 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 bothers me. It 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 troubles me. It it does. And I wish he would. I wish he would stop. And I hope that others. And I hope DeSantis doesn't get into that. Deal with issues. Deal with records. I don't have any problem with that at all. You know, no. Donald Trump attacks DeSantis. You know, you were a terrible, horrible governor. I don't know how anybody could have elected you without my support. And then DeSantis turns around and says, well, then why did you move to Florida? That's, <laughs> hey, that's fair game. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. That's fine. Yeah, but that's for sure. Yeah, but don't call yeah, names. But, yeah. yeah. Get, that's below... Any of right. and he's All running right. for president. All right, so right, right now, Dave, I'm putting you on the spot. Where are you taking your wife to dinner tonight for your 51st anniversary? You're going to do something cheap, are you? Uh, it won't be fast food, I guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a nice place in Mount Vernon that has delicious Mexican food called La Paloma, and that's probably where we will go. Been there, and they do have good Mexican food. All right, well, give her our congratulations, and I don't know, give her our sympathy, too. (laughs) Okay, good talking (laughs) to you, Bob. You too, Dave. God bless you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Dave is a good friend, but seriously, he is a uh, radio legend in Mount Vernon. Was on the radio and continues to be on the radio, but uh, anybody who lives in Mount Vernon knows about Dave. He, uh, and man, he has stood for the truth in a secular world. I'm on a Christian radio station. I'm expected to have Christian convictions. Dave was on a secular station and had Christian convictions, and he paid a price for it. Good for him. All right, we'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Those conservative Republicans are a bunch of totalitarians. They're totalitarians. They're dictators. They want to dictate what books you can have in libraries and what books you can't. They're banning books. They're bad. They're evil because they are mandating that books be removed from the bookshelves of public school libraries. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's what the liberals say. Bunch of dictatorial autocrats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to this headline. New Jersey Way's plan to fine library schools for banning books. Hmm. Here's the story. New Jersey public libraries and schools could be fined or lose state aid for removing 
controversial books from their shelves under a Democratic-sponsored proposal that critics say would trample on parental rights. Okay, now, first of all, why do we call public libraries public libraries? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Why do we call public libraries public libraries? Well, because they're supposed to be, like, controlled by the public? Why do we call public schools public schools? Do, 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 do. Well, because they're supposed to be controlled by the public. But what happens... When parents, <clears throat> who happen to be a part of the public, yeah, are parents part of the public? Yeah, 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 yeah. Parents, yeah, parents are part of the public, yeah. When parents who are part of the public come to a public library and say, uh, that book in the children's section is completely inappropriate. And this library is being funded by our tax dollars, and it is our children who frequent this library. And that book is completely inappropriate for children. So why in the world is it in the children's section? We think it should be removed. Hmm. Now, that sounds very much like how a public library should function. Call me crazy. But you would think that a public library would be sensitive to the public. And especially in the children's section, parents. But no, 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 no. No, the Democrat liberal left. No, we call them public schools, but they're government schools. We call them public libraries, but they're government libraries. How do I know that? Well... In New Jersey, Democrats are trying to pass a law that would actually require libraries to have on the shelves certain controversial books that parents, the public, find offensive. So, for parents to request that certain books be taken off the shelf, they're not banned. Anybody who wants them can buy them. They go online. They can go to a bookstore. They're not banned. Forget about this banning books. They're not banned. If if people said, we're not going to allow these books to be sold anywhere in America, that would be a ban. Taking them off the shelves of a public library, a school library, is not banning them. That's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. That's as dumb as love is love. Now, love isn't love. All love isn't equal. Anybody with half a brain knows that. And it's not banning books. It's a language game. You folks believe in banning books. You're bad. No, we just believe in morality, virtue. Public standards? Yeah, remember public standards? Hmm. Maybe a public library should have public standards? Whew, what a radical idea. So it is, it is dictatorial 
If parents, because they're concerned about what their kids have access to in their school, if they want certain books removed from the shelf, that is dictatorial. But when the government says to the public library, you must put these books back on the shelf, that's not dictatorial. Really? The bill's primary sponsor, pardon me, the bill's primary sponsor, State Senator Andrew Zwicker, Democrat, hmm, surprise, 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 said the proposal is aimed at preventing censorship and keeping intolerance and hatred from being infused into public libraries in New Jersey. Okay. Now, maybe I'm just too practical, too common sense. How is removing a book infusing hatred? Now, if you were forced to put a book filled with hatred on the shelf, yeah, you could say that's infusing hatred. Removing an objectionable book, how is that infusing hatred? I, I, I I don't get it. Uh... He said, the the proponent of this legislation, the fact that we're in 2023 and debating whether or not we should be banning books and ideas is just outrageous. Like I said, we're not talking about banning books. We're talking about appropriateness. Listen to this, and I quote, Our libraries are a sacred community resource. See the word? Sacred. Mm-hmm. Liberalism is a religion. Our libraries are a sacred community resource. Now they're a place where you go down and check out books. There's nothing sacred about a library. Unless you are um, an acolyte for the um, religion of the left. Uh, I don't know whether this legislation will pass or not, but it does not pass the common sense test. It doesn't. But as someone says on the radio all the time, some wacko fanatic, the liberal left does not deal with facts, truth. They deal with emotion and hysteria. Another case in point. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.